Hey guys. <laughs> I'm Zach Lachowski. It's good to be here. Welcome to the Rochester Groovecast Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Albert. You just heard a viola ditty by Zach Lejeski of the Honey Smugglers, a girl named Jenny, and the Big Small Band. That ditty is being used in a brand new unreleased Honey Smuggler track. Honey Smugglers are from Rochester, New York. I'm sure you guys know them. As I'm sure you figured out, today I have um, Zach on the show. And we chat about Zach's projects. We also digress a little bit into music philosophy and some other fun topics. Both The Honey Smugglers and A Girl Named Jenny have new albums out. Each band is really making a noise in the local scene. Check out the show notes and keep in touch with some great folk music. This episode is the first part of a pair of episodes I am releasing together. In the following episode... I had a conversation with Brian McDonald that'll be coming out very soon. He's the lead singer-songwriter and mandolin player in The Honey Smugglers. Since Zach and Brian share a role in The Honey Smugglers, I felt it was fitting to release these episodes together. 
So do listen to my conversation with Brian McDonald after you're done listening to this episode. For now, here's me and Zach Lejeski. So I'm here with Jack Lejeski. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're off to a great start, folks. Oh, <laughs> I say Jack. Yeah. All right. All right, so I'm here in my living room with... Think I could do it this time? Go for it. Zach Lejeski. Wow. I nailed it. That was amazing, Ben. <laughs> easing easing into this podcast <laughs> game, you know. And Zach is in a girl named Jenny and the Honey Smugglers. You also have your solo project. Well tell me about that. Yeah, it's not really I don't I I wouldn't want to call it a solo project. It's sure. called Zach Lejeski's Big Jazz Small Band. So cool. um and I I would kind of prefer it not to be Zach Lejeski's anymore. I just kind of like the Big Jazz Small Band. Big Jazz Small Band. Yeah, and it's cool. me and uh, a couple dudes I went to school with, Casey Sullivan, Dylan Niver, uh, Mike Wall, and then a uh, buddy from Buffalo, Alejandro Collier. And he's a singer. And he all... Oh, wow. It's like... um, We've had two gigs, and both of them have just been... We like We essentially had like an hour to practice before it for like the whole thing. So we just imp- improvised most of them, all of it, pretty much. Impressive, impressive. It's it's fun. I mean, like we're we're all best friends, so we we read each other very well. Awesome. And um, it's just a very comfortable thing to do with those guys. You know what I mean? It's really we like we trust each other. So we're very just cool. like, all right, let's send it. Let's do this. So you guys all have very good chemistry. You can just Ooh, yes. jump up in, <laughs> improvise. That's yeah. awesome. Because uh, so you play. You play fiddle in Honey Smugglers and a girl named Jenny. Are you playing fiddle or violin also in yeah. your big small band? Yes. Awesome. Yes, I am. Okay. Exclusively. Um, I haven't seen you just guys. To, just to set the record straight, I play the viola. It's okay, though. You can wow. just say fiddle. No, just it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm like one for three. <laughs> I got your name right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so, so tell us the... The di- a lot of the listeners are going to be like, why am I even asking this? But what's the real difference between a fiddle and a viola? Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, <clears throat> a fi- size? Yeah, well, I mean, like, a, f- a fiddle traditionally is a violin. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the difference between, like, a fiddle and a violin is just, it's just style, um, really. Mm-hmm. Kind of the way you hold it, too, if you're, if you're real traditional. Um, and then, you know, but the, the instrument is a violin. But it's a fiddle to some people. I don't know. It's just vernacular, yeah, sort of. Yeah. But um, the difference between a violin and viola, you know, viola, both instruments have four strings. The the viola takes off the highest string of the violin, so they have three strings in common, and it puts a lower one on instead. That it puts all the way at the bottom. Okay. It's a low C string in place of the violin's high E. The string. high E. Okay. Yeah, and then the body is bigger to facilitate that sound. Got it. And um, and then, you know, the body's bigger, the strings are bigger, so you kind of need a little bigger bow mm-hmm. to a little heavier. My bow is like 73 grams, I believe. Wow. And so it's 73. How large is What are general bow sizes? I didn't even know that they went by weight. Yeah, they can. I mean, it's not like... 
I guess you could, if you wanted to, you could like go into a store and be like, yeah, I'm looking for something in the 65 to 70 gram range. But I don't think anybody does that. It's like really all feel. Um, oh, okay. And like how it how it makes your viola sound or your your instrument. Um, because the whole, you know, guitar player, that's why they're, they're picky about picking out their picks. It's mm-hmm. just like that is the, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. Sure. That is the interaction of the instrument. That's what's making the sound right there. So, I mean, like bow is like a very, a bow will like affect the sound of your instrument differently. I have three bows, two I never use unless it's tired, unless I'm getting my other bow re- okay. rehaired or something. But one of them, both, two of them are wood and then one of them is carbon fiber. And I never use the carbon fiber one. It's just so bad. How how come? It doesn't it doesn't resonate the same way as wood does. <laughs> you can just feel it. It's weird. It's very it's subtle, but it's like again, like I was saying, like a bow is you just like you feel it out. You know what I mean? If it feels right, you're like, mm. it's interesting. Like like a lot of uh, by instrument, I don't even mean a musical instrument. All instruments kind of work that way you know if if you have a hammer and if it feels comfortable yeah. doesn't quite there's not a specific hammer for a specific job sometimes it's just whatever you're comfortable with it yeah I like cool that. yeah I like and how how long have you been playing viola for then um, i started in third grade well when i was eight i think i don't know it's, it's so fucking hard for me to like figure long out what time age you were in yeah how old? I got to start from kindergarten. Where were you yeah, when you first it. picked up a viola? Um, I remember the first time I picked up a viola. I was, I don't know, actually. My earliest memories after my first lesson going home and I had to pluck each of my strings four times once a day. Okay. Which is a very reasonable practice schedule for, a, for an eight-year-old, I might add. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> No, it's. It, I can't imagine it. I mean, it's so hard to go that far back. So you've been playing pretty much your whole life, you know, the better part of your yeah, life. Yeah, I started off a piano when I was. Oh five. wow! Wow. And I always, well, I just always wanted to play guitar. And then I think what really the best thing that anyone's done for me is the guy who I was gonna, who my parents were gonna get a guitar from in guitar lessons. He was like, listen, he was like. Don't start him off on guitar. Start him off on piano. Once mm. he learns piano, you can learn anything, pretty much. And I swear to God, this is exactly what happened. So to anyone listening out there who wants to learn every instrument quick, just learn the piano first, and then it all transfers over. Um, I've heard that plenty of times, actually. Yeah. Yeah, they call it piano. whatever they call it, the king of instruments. The king of instruments. Yeah, or maybe the queen. I almost wow. like the queen better. I like. It's kind of a baseline. You know, the king of instruments is the viola. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad just, you I think just, that, but uh, yeah, let's let's get back to let's get back on topic here. No, no, no. It's true though. A piano is is a baseline where you can learn all instruments from there. Yeah, you're right. Learning how to read the music and yeah, the you skills. Read two clefs. Um, learn an independent organization of your hands. Um, you can play baseline, like you said, it's a baseline instrument. You know, yeah, you can you can play like a full band on your. Yeah, you can accompany yourself on the piano. It's cool. Very and then cool. also you can just oh man, I do love the piano. A lot of times there was a couple times where I was really close to sticking with piano instead of viola. Um, when I was in college, I almost switched from viola to piano just because it seemed more useful. But um, <laughs> it probably it probably was. <laughs> I don't regret a thing I've done though. Um, 
Well, yeah, it, it, you're in a good spot now with your playing, yeah. so it obviously came together well. Yeah, I feel good about I feel good about things. Generally, I feel good about things <laughs> and the direction that they're going. Let, let's start with Honey Smugglers. How okay. how did you meet meet the boys? How did you become part yeah. of that band? You guys are doing great things. So, thanks, uh, Yeah, it's a good it's a good little story. So yeah. Um, I used to, I worked at Bristol Mountain at the aerial adventure course. It opened up like three years ago. Okay, it's like a zip cool. line and ropes course. Oh, awesome! So I didn't know they. Fun. I didn't know they had that. Yeah, they did. It just opened up. Um, but uh, um, yeah. So I, I I applied for there for the first season. I got in. Great job. Um, and Chuck, our drummer, was my boss. Oh, cool. And it was super funny because before I knew what Chuck was like really about and stuff like that, I think I like I think I I think I made fun of him a little bit. I was like, yo, is Chuck a weenie? Oh. But he's so not. He's like the most badass dude. He uh I don't know, I could talk about Chuck all day. But he is he's a total badass dude. Everybody you know, makes fun great. of their boss. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> I didn't I just didn't I didn't know who he was. I mean, yeah, God, yeah. what what a fucking great lesson. Like just I anyways. So um Chuck was my boss. And um, he had heard the Honey Smugglers, which was just Joe, um, Brian, and Steve at the time, bass, guitar, mandolin, vocals. Um, and then, and he was in charge of booking bands for this fall fest that they had up there. So he booked them, and he was also playing with his jazz trio right before them. So he just had his drum set up, and then he was like, "Hey guys, you mind if I sit in for your set?" Oh, uh, his drum and, was already on stage. <laughs> yeah, he was already on stage. And so then he was like, while this was all happening, he was like, he was like, yo, man, you got to come check out the Honey Soakers. Like, they're really cool. So I was like, okay. So I was just like, I was, I was still, where I was still on the clock. So I couldn't like go watch them. I took like mm-hmm. a 10 minute smoke break or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. And, um, but then I came back and then I just like hid in the woods, which was like right, you know, I just like hid in the edge of the woods and like watched them play. I was like, nice. It's great. And then, um, yeah, then Chuck got his way into the group. Um, gave him his pitch and then he so was, the show went well yeah apparently yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't remember it to be honest um i don't remember like hearing music or hearing the music well you didn't know that that was gonna be a part of your future yeah. so oh yeah. definitely not definitely not um yeah and then um yeah then chuck kind of brought me on mm-hmm. and and everybody approved so that was cool awesome that was good and is that is that's the whole band? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now we have Scott Calvin oh, from Mulberry yeah, yeah. Soul. Yeah, yeah. Second mandolin and, and second guitar. <laughs> no, absolutely. Mulberry Soul is an incredible band, so I'm happy yeah. Scott found a home. Yeah, me too. That was that was you know, we all love Gabe so much. And yeah. Gabe the fiddle player. And he moved away to Oregon. And they were like our sister band. We like we just like mm-hmm. loved playing shows with them. Yeah. We were real well together. Head down to Naples, play with their fans. They'd head to Rochester, play with your fans. Uh huh. But they all like coexisted in the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, universe. same community, same so, universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Naples isn't far away. What is a no. half hour drive? Yeah, a little longer maybe. Yeah, it's close to probably closer to an hour. By the time you get to right it. down the road. Yeah, I'm from Canandaigua, so I just. Oh yeah, it's real Finger Lakes. So it's always down there. Were you born and raised Canandaigua? Yeah. Awesome. Um, did that. Then I, I lived in Virginia for two years. I went to school down there at Radford University. Cool. Studying music therapy. Awesome. Um, music therapy. Yeah, it was awesome. I was, I was, I got to a point though where I was like 19 years old and I was just like, I'm not, I'm not fucking ready to do this. 
Yeah, sure. I'm gonna fuck this. I'm gonna fuck something up. Yeah, yeah. You can like go to go to court and get go to jail. You can face jail if you for like malpractice or whatever. It's very really? serious stuff. That really? Is, yeah, for sure. Like you can, you know, you're missing out on paperwork or something like that. Then you can like be in court if something went wrong. You know what I mean? No way. So I was just. It's a very demanding practice. Yeah, I just didn't feel mature enough. I was like, this is yeah. That's not what, my time. To be honest. And I know it's far more than this, but when I think music therapy, I think like you put on a meditation song and it's like breathe in and out and enjoy the music. But <sighs> I mean, how how do you get in trouble for malpractice? Um, I I, I wouldn't call it malpractice. Yeah, <clears throat> as much as just like you're not on your shit. Like, okay. Or like like if you have a client. And, yeah, I mean, it's like hypothetical. Like, say you forget to file some paperwork, and mm-hmm. then your client commits suicide or something like that okay you know what i mean it's like what happened in the last session like you were one of the last people to talk to this person oh, okay like, oh fuck i don't have the paper I, yeah yeah and then, you know then all of a sudden something sketchy is going on <laughs> wow so it's a very demanding yeah you just got to be really on top of your shit with mm-hmm. that and i wasn't then sure sure still really not now yeah I'm, <laughs> i mean you were young and you still are young yeah you're not required to <laughs> perfect everything in the business world at the age of 18, 19, 20. How old are you now? 24. Okay, yeah, so. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of time. I don't, Plenty I'm of time. so ripe. Just, <laughs> just enjoying the music, right, though? Yeah, I'm just, I mean, yeah, this is really what I want to do at the end of the day is perform. Yeah. Um, that's, what I, that's what I really love to do. Um and like the the honey smokers girl named Jenny the big jazz small band and like all like the people who come out to the shows like it's just like it's it's such a community mm-hmm. here in Rochester mm-hmm. it's, it's fucking amazing and it's like so cool just to like be on stage and like I'm not nervous or anything because like you guys are all my friends you know what I mean sure it's like great yeah. but like and it's you know, like we're friends on the outside of shows and stuff like that and playing. And then it's cool because like when I'm on stage, at least like for me, like I feel like all of a sudden I have a professional relationship with you that I'm like, I need to melt You want to deliver. Space. Yay. That's my job right now. <laughs> you are the face boater. <laughs> yes. Well, it's like if, if I were to go to a masseuse and they were to apply little to no pressure, I'd be like... Uh, not only am I upset, but I'm not going to come again. I don't feel any but <laughs> when, when, when I go to a smuggler show or a girl named Jenny show, or I haven't seen the big small band, but I expect my face to at least start to melt. You don't have to melt yeah, it yeah, off. You'll, definitely, but... you'll, you'll feel some heat. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. That's good, though. So it's important to you that you deliver. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um. It's it's a it's a big struggle sometimes to like because it's just it's all psychological really. Oh. I don't I personally do don't mean? believe that like. I mean okay, I don't want a hundred percent believe, but you know, a lot of people are really into like just warming up warming up like crazy before they play and stuff like that. Sure, I think it's kind of a type A type B personality, but a lot of people like warm up like crazy and are like very neurotic about doing that. And I'm like the exact opposite. I'm like more focused on like finding a good spot in my in my head and like in my okay. heart. Okay. And 
and then the music will come from there. I just, I love disorder and structure and lack of structure. I mm -hmm. read this, um, this quote from uh, Breakfast of Champions by Kurt Vonnegut. It's just like always really stuck with me. And he was like, he's like, you know, like everyone has the idea of culture, like to be wrong, like, or of, of, of society. He's like, you, you know, everyone's here trying to bring order to chaos. And he's like, he's like, but let me tell you what, he's like, I came here because I came to bring chaos to order. And he's like, I want to tear this place up. And just like, I was, <laughs> I was so pumped up reading that. Yeah. And I was like, this totally resonates with me right now. And I love Kurt Vonnegut. I love Chuck Palahniuk. They're both uh, they're both pretty pretty similar. Chuck is probably more, the more extreme version of Kurt, but mm -hmm. um, or Mr. Vonnegut, I should say. Um, Mr. I, Vonnegut. Yeah, I don't. I would. I would never call him Kurt to his face. Oh, how come? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like calling God, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's a respect. Yeah, yeah. It's a respect thing. Yeah. I just, yeah. What's up, God? But I love those guys. Sorry if I'm going on a tangent right now. No, it's fine. Um, I uh, I really enjoy really just fucking weird things with like interesting structures that I haven't heard before. Mm -hmm. Words, words used in different ways, especially mm -hmm. adjectives. Oh, I love like contradicting adjectives and nouns. Like um, uh, I don't know, like a beautiful death. You know, mm -hmm. I like mm -hmm. stuff like that. Kind of just like. Sends a little shiver down my spine. Uh, a little bit of disorder and dysfunction. You you yeah. hear the word beautiful and obviously followed by death. It doesn't quite have the clarity that you assumed when you first heard the word beautiful in your ears. So same thing with music and performance. Yeah. Um, kind of always striving for clarity and a little dysfunction and confusion. Yes. What's interesting, though, is I feel like the bands you're in I mean, it's not like you're playing like real weird, you know, no. <laughs> this is like a secret love of yours. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You could definitely call it that. <laughs> well, we maybe not earlier. a secret love, just, but yeah, no, no, it totally is. Like I love Frank Zappa. Mm -hmm. I love him because he's super weird, controversial, very intelligent to everything he did or wrote. Um, he could back up through his philosophies and, um, I think that's an incredible skill to have on its own to just be able to explain yourself mm -hmm. and any Absolutely. action you do. Um, wow. And like another group of mine is uh, Word that I love. Not my group. I haven't um, heard of them. Uh, they're this South African hip hop group. Oh, cool. And um, again, very controversial. They're like really mixing up this hip hop scene and like they're creating this whole like style of fashion and culture in South Africa and like they're cool. they're starting to become global and they're just like weird as fucking grungy and ugly and fucking they like sing about just how much they love being ugly and stuff and I'm like it's so fucking real like you know what I mean yeah, it's good to yeah. fucking hear real music on um, people who you think it's honest it's so honest yeah. it's very honest they have this one song called Fatty Boom Fatty Boom Boom <laughs> and um and Lady Gaga asked them to open for her and they were like Fuck you, your music shit. Like, <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. They like sent her back a really nasty letter, and then they made this whole video and this whole song about it, and it's just like all about how shitty like pop musicians are. Ooh. And like in the music video, they like have a care someone who portraying Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. It's like that's Lady Gaga. And she's yeah. Like, she's like, oh, there's a street band. I should ask them to open for me. Hot. <laughs> like, just like, it's so good. 
Yeah. I just I like when people are controversial. I like when there's purpose to art rather than just to look at it or mm-hmm. to hear it. Um that like I think it's so important. And I think that's what art is and the, art I, I would say art is an, an umbrella of all the arts, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that's that's what art is missing nowadays, especially I mean, obviously, only in certain circumstances, but the main, what the mainstream is hearing and loves, in my mind, is just so unacceptable. And mm-hmm. that if I could almost even, like, put a mission statement on my music, like, that would be it. You know, it's just, like, stop the bullshit and bring meaning back to the relationships that we have in our life. Well. All right, guys, let's take a short break to thank our sponsor, A Girl Named Jenny. I'm just messing. Here's a song by them, though. Zach on the viola, of course. Here is A Girl Named Jenny with Run Away With Me. Enjoy it. Run away with me 
Yes or no It's still scary But everlasting I just thought Would be Run away Jenny is in the Genesee? Yes. Okay. Genesee beer, specifically. Or the Genesee River. Or the Genesee beer, specifically? Yes. Okay. Is it about beer? Is Jenny an actual girl? Or is Jenny a beer? Yes. <laughs> Both? Uh, yeah, it's just kind of... I don't know. I didn't make up the name. To no, I know. I don't really think I've asked. It's like things like this that are just like so common. I'm sure. just like with those guys so much, I just don't even like... All of a sudden, like, well, I'll be drunk one night. It's just like, man... Wait, how'd you come with that band? <laughs> Why are we called that? I, it wasn't. It was so Ray, Ray, Ray Mahar. He's the Ray's the mastermind. He's right? the mastermind. Okay. He um, <clears throat> he writes all those songs. He kind of orders things around in practice. He gets he gets what he wants, and then you know we give him insight when we think he needs it. But he's got a really good vision for his music, and I think it works well. We're really excited because we had we had Steve from the Honey Songers was playing bass, and um, mm-hmm. oh, excuse me. What many people don't know is that Steve was never a bass player until uh-huh. he started playing for the Honey Smugglers. Oh, wow. He, uh, he just bought an upright for it. And uh, Steve is an incredible multi-instrumentalist. And so anyways, we brought our buddy Mike on mm-hmm. to play bass, Mike Wall. And, um, and now Steve plays keys and lap steel and lead guitar. It's just so good to see him like freed up like that. And mm-hmm. So we just added him in like that. A lot of freedom. A month ago. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we just added them in, and it really filled out the sound. Mm-hmm. We're super happy about it. It's awesome. And you guys just said your CD release show. Yeah, it's an EP, five tracks. Uh, it was done by Cody Niver at GFI Studios. Oh, GFI. Yeah. Where is that? Um, it's just off the 104 East, whatever that town is called. There. Rondequoit. Uh, 104 East. 
Um, it's like Ontario. Ontario, Webster. Ontario, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. See, I've been in Rochester my whole life, and <laughs> wow. That's why you don't go sometimes over there. I need, <laughs> sometimes I need a map. <laughs> it's the truth. It's yeah, the truth. It's on, Ontario is the town. Okay, cool. So I haven't really heard great. it yet, but... Uh, oh, yeah. I hope you do enjoy it. When you yeah, well, um, my roommate grab the cds so we'll nice. we'll play we'll play a track on the podcast yeah so i'll hear it when everyone else does yeah for the first time yeah totally it was fun because um cody who recorded our album it who recorded our album sorry like talking too fast no you're fine he is um one of my best friends and so it was really cool to like go into the into the recording session and him just being able to be like very honest with me about things or stuff like that. Awesome. If he ever needed to be here, you know, he was comfortable about speaking of his mind where where he was needed. And um, it was a nice experience. Yeah. I enjoyed it. He's a really good guy. Great, great. Yeah. I'm excited to listen to it. And I hope you have a great time. Is it on Spotify? I know the it Honey is. Smugglers are on Spotify. And then A Girl Named Jenny, that's on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So I always encourage, you know, support local, buy the album. But yeah, if you do have a Spotify membership, you can listen to it and see them live. You know, get in the groove. <laughs> Saucy. Spotify is just changing music. The fact that oh, no. I can just go put your album on right now. That's that's real cool. Yeah, I love Spotify. Hell yeah. It changed my life. My sister got, she put us all, on my, on my whole family on her You got a family plan, plan yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, thank you so much. It's um, Such it's fourteen. Game. We don't work for Spotify. It's fourteen ninety nine a month. <laughs> just, just, it sounds like such a plug, but because it's fourteen ninety nine a month, and I believe you're offered five accounts, if not six. So if you were to split it five ways, it's three dollars a person per month. Yeah, that's a heck of a deal for for a girl named Jenny and so all honey smokers. <laughs> Album friends on in the demand. Month, like, don't need that three bucks. <laughs> awesome. Is there? Do you guys have any gigs in store? Uh, anything yeah, coming up? I'm I'm really bad at like remembering. It's what all right. Gigs I have off the you, any head. festivals um, that you're booked for? Well, oh, we are doing Girl Named Jenny's playing uh, Three Heads in May. Cool. Sometime. I think it's we had to change the date uh, a little last minute. It's the 19th or the 20th. I think it's the 19th. That's awesome. But yeah, look it up. I love playing at Three Heads Brewery. Oh, what a great, what a great. I mean, the beer is incredible. Yeah. The people are incredible. Yeah. It's the always affordable. It's just, it's always a, it's just yeah. $5 for a show. <laughs> and Jeff Dale's the man, I would just like to add. And you, that is a plug. You know, you know what's really kind of funny? Um, the last uh, conversation I had was with Danny Mills, and he just randomly plug Jeff Dale <laughs> and, uh, this was uh, we did not plan this uh-huh. Jeff Dale just comes up on every podcast episode really yeah That's well two in, row, two in a row two in a row okay two in a row so not cool. everyone but I think we're starting a trend here yeah Jeff Dale if you're listening hi hi <laughs> you're our only hope I love your beer help me Obi-Wan I love like the Luke, the, the, yeah, Luke Sky Rock, the Luke Skyrocker of Rochester beer. Right. You want to hear a funny story about <laughs> Yeah, Jeff go for Dale it. Yeah, awesome. Um, so he, anytime he's at um, a Honey Smoker show or whatever, he's like always, he just comes and he like stands right next to me on stage. Pretty much. 
he just like hangs out and he just pumps me up and shit and it makes me feel incredible uh but so this one time we were playing at flower city this is the last show that honey was played at flower city i forgot what it was for oh yeah it was us still hand string band and um do you know oh i do know um the fuck else played i'm blank i feel like since you drew a blank i'm catching the blank too it was you, Stillhand Spring Band. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be so pissed if they heard that. This Stillhand Spring Band, what the fuck? Oh, those guys are awesome. This the Spring what Band. What the fuck else was in there? I feel really bad. At it. It's like someone that I, <laughs> no, I like know. It's people that I know very well. No, like all three. I remember that show and being like so pumped for it. Yeah. What the fuck? Gotti. <laughs> Uh, whoever you are, I'm so sorry. There's maybe like, there's, there's at least, well, there's maybe not 20 people at the same time, but about 10, 20 people, maybe 30, are listening to this right now, and going, yeah, you, you, you idiots. I know. <laughs> Damn it. Oh man, you know what's okay? We could look it up. You know what's kind of sad? Talk to me. I recorded those shows. Oh yeah, you did. I think Dude, I posted come it. Come on. It was dirty blanket. It was dirty fucking blanket. Yes, it was. <laughs> Oh, sorry, guys. Damn, that's wow. I, was, I see. I told you. I, I like. I grew up with Richie, yeah, mandolin player. You guys are from Kandigua, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Richie Kolf. Um, yo, hold up. Can I go back to my J- Jeff Dale story though? It's yeah, fun. please do, please do. <laughs> Jeff this Dale is epic. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> we're at that show. Still hand string band, dirty blanket, spring band. smugglers, and um, and Jeff shows up like halfway through the set, and um. And yeah, you know, he's jamming out by me and shit. And then yeah. he's like, a song finishes and he's like, dude, right here. And he like points <laughs> to his lips and he gets really close to the stage. I'm like, yeah. He's going to kiss you? So I went, you know, I went in for it and I, and I kissed him on the cheek and he was like, no, dude, on the lips, on the <laughs> lips. And so I did it. I just went for it and I fucking kissed him. And then standing right behind him was both my parents and their friends that they brought. And they were all like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> jaws on the ground. I was just like, oh. Was there a ladder conversation had, or is with the, Jeff and I with your parents? parents you? Yeah, we talked about that. Okay, because that's a pretty large elephant to have in the room. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about it. They understood. I said, "Mom and Dad, I'm a musician. Um, I, <laughs> I do whatever the fuck I want, and if that means kissing the fucking raddest dude on planet Earth, I'm gonna kiss the raddest dude on planet Earth." So, I did. Wow. I missed all that. I actually, I, that's the first time I heard that story. I'm surprised yeah. that people didn't have their Snapchats out. Have, I didn't Instagram. Think just that. trying to plug as much actually, as I can. I would fucking probably love to see a video of that. If you could frame video, I would frame that. Oh, my, we got to get, um, Riley actually lives below below us. Riley Demora, great artist. Oh, I didn't we need that. We need to get her to draw it, depict it. That would make an incredible print. That'd make it incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, start selling about Honey Smugglers concerts. Yeah. And the three heads. Honey Smugglers at three heads. (laughs) Me and Jeff (laughs) kissing. (laughs) It's the grossest thing. Brilliant. No, No, that's wow. Something to add to your. Because for what it's worth, Honey Smugglers, the. The arty, the artsy kind of marketing aspect, 
you guys kill it. Like really? for that show, well, you had you guys are all baseball oh, players. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, You're sorry, all baseball okay. cards. Yeah, well, everything. Every I feel like you guys market yourself. You got a good logo. The CDs are nice and simple. Mm-hmm. They're not like it's. It just reminds me. It's very minimal. Yeah. There's a lot of good, dude. It's where do these ideas come from? You know, it's you're just, a well marketed band. It's Rochester. It's Rochester. All the, talent that's in rochester mm, helping uh, out the woman who does our um who did our like cd designs the covers um mm-hmm. she did uh her name's emma yunche i think I'm, I'm, i can never say it right sure but emma yes. better known as emma emma <laughs> yeah yeah she sometimes works the merch table too she did that stuff uh, my buddy chad bacchus designed the inside of an album and then another buddy kevin sharp did the, an album cover or the actual cd logo mm, okay um and then so, but we've been what we've been super blessed with is um, our guitar player Joe Delaria. His brother is Delarius, who's a very prominent street artist around here. Awesome, and he just does really good work, um, very noble work too. It's um like um, the last big piece that he did um, was he put up a fifteen foot tall Mister Rogers on the on the throughway, <laughs> holding a sign that said "Love Your Neighbor" in English, um, Arabic, and Spanish. Very cool. So he's just got, he's very socially grounded, socially and politically grounded. Awesome. Um, wow. wow. And, and in, does it in a non offensive way. Mm-hmm. That's just like, I, I, Mr. Rogers is holding the sign. I can't, like, I can't see it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah. Wow. wow. So he's great. So, um, so he helps us out with a ton of shit. Sure. Posters, those baseball cards he made and stuff. Um, a lot of it is um, Brian, our singer, mm-hmm. Brian McDonald. He just, he has he, a little creative mind going he's got some little monkey banging around in the, <laughs> in the fucking pit of his brain who's telling him all these cool ideas for uh, merch and stuff but yeah i'm glad you said you like it that's just cool i i um i think i take that for granted more, more often than not and what's well, an it's definitely an important aspect of the whole business side of things you know yeah play great music but you also you guys Market yourself well, you know, have good fans, have good customer customer relations, you know. Cool. It's, it's odd to think about, you know, you go out to play good music, but making a living by it, there's a lot of there's a lot of business involved. Yeah. It goes unnoticed sometimes. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, I think you guys do a good job. <laughs> thanks, thanks. I mean it's really it's not I don't believe that it's that hard to do well. Okay. You just have to be dedicated, and you have to care. Mm-hmm. And with those two things, you can literally accomplish any, anything and do it very well. And so that's it. I don't know. Maybe it comes natural, mm-hmm. but we definitely we definitely think about these things. Absolutely. We work it through. We got a good team. We have a broad age range okay. in the group. I'm 24. I'm the youngest. Yes. The oldest person, who I will not name, is like 30, upper 30s, 38 oh. maybe. Okay. And stuff. And so we all have such different experiences in, in music. And so when they come together, they can make something good. It's like a pot roast. Like a pot roast, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's throwing something in. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I'm hungry. Bunga, dude. Well, I am going to let you go because our listeners are going to be listening at any given time, but tonight. 
You're playing a show with Zach Rabbitfoot and Tyler Westcott. Yes, sir. So that's tonight. So I want to let you go so you can get to that. Thank you. Yeah, but, I need my massage first. <laughs> you have a you have a a pre game masseuse or a pre show masseuse. So how's that? How's it work? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. I was gonna say. But someday I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. It's called a girlfriend. <laughs> ah, maybe I'll have one of those too. <laughs> you know, baby steps. <laughs> but um, in in the show notes, I will link all. Does do you guys have the? Does your band have a Facebook? Anything like that yet? The big jazz small band. Big jazz small no. band. Okay. No, we don't. But I'll link um a girl oh. named Jenny, and I'll link Honey Smugglers, so everybody can find you there. And I'm looking forward to good things out of, out of you. Thanks, man. I look forward to good things out of you, too. You do good work for Rochester. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate the things that you do and the people that you try and connect with. And I think it's a very important thing that someone's doing that, that you're taking the reins on that. So thank you, man. Hey, thank you. All right. All right. I'm Zach. I'm Jack Lewiski. <laughs> this is Boone Albert. Thank you, thank you, Groveaholics. This is the time when I traditionally thank you, so I guess I'll thank you for listening to the show. Special thanks to Zach for being on the show. Most thanks to you, to the listeners, for opening your ears for us. Please like, review, share, send feedback, whatever you can to support the Rochester Groovecast. Support the show, support local. Listen on to the next episode with Brian McDonald of the Honey Smugglers. Thank you. I love you. Groove on. Take it away, Zach.